You're listening to Red Nation Online. Saturday, September 24th. It's Andre Zadorozny. I'm Ian Clark, and we're back from BMO Field. And are TFC in the playoffs? No proclamations this week after a 1-1 draw with the Philadelphia Union. But we will be expecting a deposit on season and playoff tickets. Thank you very much. A dire first half flipped over for an entertaining second where questions of a missed penalty left TFC and Altidore hard done by for just one point. We discussed the tale of two halves, a standout day for Jonathan Osorio, and a whopping six sights and sounds. All that and more on the next 45 minutes on Eastside Stand Up. It fitting after this game. The yes. song stuck in my head is by Life of Agony. That's how we've lived for ten long years, a decade, a decade of living. Well, come on, not completely. We were in our today. We were, we today, were in our twenties when they started supporting this team. We were saying this was a throwback game for Toronto FC. Yeah, especially that first half. You know what? It reminded me of there was a there was a podcast we did in. I think it was 2011 with Tim, mm-hmm. Colorado game. I think it was it was a 1 p.m. kickoff in like July. <laughs> Finished nil nil. Yeah. And there was a point in the game where Tim was sleeping. <laughs> was like for real. Yeah. For real, he passed out sleeping yeah. during the game. This game, I would say it though, was close. That it wasn't. Half. It wasn't as boring because it was stuff we we entertained ourselves with True. just total bullshit with banter. Yeah. Banter and bullshit and yelling at the players and. I think what made it, a laugh. the uh, the crowd was so quiet. It was it was sad, yeah. and that's what made me like. I felt like I was in a decompression chamber of mediocrity. Yeah, and I was just like, Ugh. yeah. As a heads up, this well, the, there was some action. The second, but half. this this podcast has a lot of is going to have a lot of sights and sounds. Yes, a lot of, sort of random, random segments. We had lots of time to look. <laughs> yeah. Our eyes were not glued. And, and this one we're not kicking off by pr- making a postseason playoff proclamation like we did last okay, week. Can Holy we iron shit. this up? What was this? What is this fuckery? Well, because, because last week before the game, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. everyone's like out tweeting and we're trying to figure out if we're, if this is a game, what happens if we're in the playoffs. If we win, we're in the playoffs. If we draw, they, people think we're in the playoffs. Yada, yada, yada. And I think MLS released it saying if it's a win or a draw, we're in the playoffs because a lot of things would have had to happen in other games for us not to be in the playoffs. Right. So it was like almost like it would have been, it, it was very, very likely with a draw. That we would have made it. And then after the game, the announcement was like, with that, with this result, we are in the playoffs. Yeah. So everyone's excited. Everybody, and, even in like. And, and then you know, you know they're ready to like, and ticket renewals. Yeah. They're ready to hit the button on that as soon as that happened. Yeah, and that's why all the, you know, get your, your season tickets came out. Yeah, and so then uh, and then we did this podcast and we're like, oh, we're in the playoffs. We A couple of podcasts we're playoffs. saying in Toronto. You know, yeah, really. We're, and we're wondering how Toronto was the first one to do it, and yet everybody believed it because MLS supported it and put it out. Yeah, and then I think it was Monday or Tuesday or that some people were like hey wait a second 
We're not in the playoffs yet. Oops. Yeah. And then even today. We never will be. Today, I believe we have to hang on for, for because of this draw. We still got to wait for results to come in. Oh, we didn't lose today? <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Draw. Yeah. Big 1-1. One, one. No. Although it felt like it really could have gone either it way. It could have been. It was, hey, look, there's a lot to... There's a lot to talk about in this game. As much as, like, the first half was a fucking gong show. How fast show. can we get through the first now, half? Now, interesting, you know what? Let me just, let's start off, because this is, this is a good foreshadowing of some of the shit that we had to watch in the first half. And we'll start with the sight and sound, which was, um, oh, I already forgot her name. Not Rachel. The new Rachel that Steve Perry calls her the new Rachel. Her, her keys to the match. Number one key. Crosses into the box. <laughs> which which oh. were none. <laughs> wow. Number two, midfield battle. Okay. 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 Yeah, she was on top. And then number three, getting back to what works. Mm. Which is like... Vague. A nice vague third point. And you just kind of like... What, what is works? That, what is that even... First of all, I know that last week was 3-3, but we were playing probably one of the top teams in the league. Oh, yeah. So it's not like last week was some monumental step backwards. Or an awful display. Like, I think there was a lot to pull from that game that was good, even though there was a first half that was a lot that was bad. Um, or first, maybe, 50 minutes. So, anyways, that's something that's <laughs> that, you know, I always we always find ridiculous, especially Steve likes to point that out. So, there's a little tip of the hat to Steve Perry, who's not here today. But, of course, if we go into this game... Well, we're going to talk about soldiers today. Do you want? Do you want to start with that? Oh, I sign? see. You had that waiter. I, well, okay. I would have made it like I, 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 I don't want to deviate because look, plan. the site. I have like six <laughs> sights and sounds for this fucking game, and maybe we'll just kind of run through. We'll get into some of them. Okay, let's do it. Because we'll start with the uh, the first half with a with a lineup, and of course, uh, if we have some player banter. The first one we were saying, I was, I, I go, oh, I think Bono might start the game. Literally, as I go, starting a goal, Clint Irwin. Anyway, yeah. What do we think about that? I think it's a wrong choice. It's a wrong choice because Bono's played very well in that position. He's a good goalkeeper, and I don't see Irwin as being any any much better than Bono. In fact, and Irwin is coming off an injury, so I, you know, Bono. If we're talking about competition, you need competition for places. I think that's healthy. And if you're just gonna let Bono play and play well, and succeed at that at being a good goalkeeper. And then Irwin just put Irma back in. What does that do for Bono's confidence? I mean, I'm sure they had the conversation. Well, okay, this is what's probably going to happen. But you know, uh, Irwin didn't look any 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 better than than I've seen Bono. Yeah. The in only fact, my, my counter to that though is yeah. that I have a feeling like I think if you would sort of say line these two guys up and like we're going into the playoffs, do you want to put it on you know a sophomore keeper or a guy who's got. The experience. I mean, I, I mean, I kind of put in the quotes the experience because Irwin doesn't have tons of experience, but he does have. I think it's almost three yeah. full seasons. Like he's played on paper. Yeah, I would agree with you, but I think in actuality, and what I've seen of Bono in the last however many weeks, I would choose him to start, even if Irwin was healthy, because he's playing well. You don't want you don't want to you don't want to kill someone's momentum, no matter where you are. Yeah, you know. And, he, and, and I think like, I, Irwin's not that like he's not a goalkeeper that you're like wow yes of course number one period always he's injured okay when he comes back he's automatically in but you don't I, I never got that from from him as a as a player but okay anyway uh, and then we run through this we run through the back line well we'll leave it at that it's fine you yeah. made your point right. <clears throat> I disagree but it's okay uh, you got Betashore Haglin Moore Moro the midfield midfield battle 
of Shavu, Johnson, Osorio, Bradley. I think it's safe to say that's probably our best midfielder. Is there anyone you'd swap in there, in and out? No. I, I think that's I think that's our best four. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then you got Hamilton and Altidore up top. In this in the, the formation that we've seen, you know, Toronto's kind of fluctuated between this sort of three five two and a four four two with diamond. And that's <laughs> what we saw today with Bradley kind of in the, yeah. you know laying deep with Osorio higher up top. Yeah. The first half, I think I think first half, you know, we can we, we'll, we'll <laughs> insert Homer Simpson uh, quote here. <laughs> Boring! Halfback passes to the center. Back to the wing. Back to the center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. Halfback passes to center. Back to wing. Back to center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. I can't bear this any longer. <laughs> of just a terrible boo. Ter- like you, and we we kind of called that literally odd within five minutes, right? Yeah. That we're like, what the fuck are there was we watching defi- here? There was definitely lethargy, and it lo- and I had made lethargy. That- yes, they were lethargic. It, it, okay, wouldn't it be called lethargy? <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay, whatever. I don't know. I speak English. <laughs> lethargy? I think it's lethargy. We'll look at potato, up. potato, potato, potato. All right, <laughs> but there's definitely there was definitely no no desire to uh, to win the ball, no desire to make a good showing. Um, like I, that's when I had said, "Oh well, they've made the playoffs, so maybe that's what." And you're like, "No, no, they didn't." And we both had shock. I was just shocked, shocked. Nah. So I'm like, "You no- got the wrong, you got the wrong memo." I didn't get the you memo. Got, you got the memo that we all got, and <laughs> then you didn't right. get the other memo that we all got later. That's right. I'm lower, lower on the ladder. <laughs> so um, they they essentially looked like they were just not interested in that first half, and Philly was up for it. And yeah, they they. They definitely came at us, especially down that left side, right? They that, pressed. They pressed on on Toronto's inadequacies and in, in defense. They had lost so many touches in the box. It was insane. Yeah, yeah, over and over. And like the early going, you know, they just trust Toronto and look good. And the the things that I think that summarize that first half, especially, was a lot of poor passes. Yeah, um, the whole game and a lot of dispossession. Yeah, but I mean, it really was in the first half. I mean, that third minute, Irwin did that. Did that brutal ball that he kicked like right to the other team? We're like, what the? What is this guy doing? He kicked it to nobody, yeah. and then uh, you know, Irwin had to make some saves early on, and then I had noted by the 22nd minute, Haglin had done three, yeah. just brutal. Though he did that first long ball to nobody, nobody, um, and then he just was passing it to no one in particular. He 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 kept. He tried way too hard, and there was there's a simplicity to his play which he's completely avoiding and the simplicity was just get it get it up get it over yeah that's it just get it to Bradley you had two you have two or three you had two or three big guys in the box just get it in there yeah just try yeah. I mean when Babuli came on that's the, one of the first touches he had and he got it in the box yeah that's, that's they were crying out for that and Haglin was just trying to be pretty and he's not a pretty player no we'll get to him in the second half because I thought he actually did have a pretty good second half after a terrible first half um and as we go through this first half, the you know the, the first the first you know bit of action that sort of really you know put the underline on how poor this half was going was the 24th minute where the the coverage was quite lax and Bedoya just chips the ball over Irwin, yeah, who re- wasn't really that far off his line, but I guess hats off to Bedoya that he saw that it was enough that he could yeah. he could clear the space between him and the and the goal line. Yeah, I mean I don't know how much Irwin could have could have done on that. I mean. I guess it took him by surprise. Definitely took him by surprise. Yeah. So he got cut out. He got cut out. Yeah. And then we're at uh, 
And then by the shortly thereafter, I have my next note at the 33rd minute is beta shore is shit. And uh, <laughs> underline it. Yeah, I did underline shit. You know, the again, the first half was just it, it was a lot of things, right? Like just the execution maybe is another way of putting it. Like we obviously didn't come out focused. We didn't come out with high energy. The execution that we were doing was just was just lame. Like the, no one was really inten- like intensity. Yeah. You know, it was really yeah. maybe what I was thinking. Like definitely no one. And it, and we were on the side that Beta Shore was on, and holy shit! Yeah. Like it was just every time it came to him, it was a black hole, of, you know, telegraphing what he was going to do, which mostly was nothing. But it was it was I mean it's an easy play. It's either run for the touchline, right, and try to cross it at the very end, or you win a corner. Or lay it back. Yeah. It was simple, and it was just like he would just stand in front of the defender and look at him and sort of be like, am I going left? Am I going right? What am I doing? Yeah, am I going to fake you? I'm, I'm just going to do nothing. Yeah. And every, I think we counted five or six times in that first half that it went down his side, and it just it would just led to nothing. And he kept getting the ball. They kept giving him the ball as if they were not noticed, like, as if he was the last one. Great, great hope. Like he was having a shit and torrid first half. And they kept giving him the fucking ball. Try something different. Yeah. Like, Toronto needs to be me way more creative. It needs to be a... That plan A was definitely not working. So what was... You need to see players that can think outside the box. I was... Half the time in that first half, I was thinking, do they practice? What do they practice? What do they do up in Scarborough or North Yard where the fuck they are? Yeah. What do they do out there? Yeah. It looked it looked horrible. Well, the interesting thing was, was that last week, Toronto had this... Very, I don't want to say specific, but they did set up this sort of like technical approach down the left side where they would sort of work, you know, Morrow would do an overlap and they were working one touch triangles like up and down the line. And I was just like, why, why aren't we doing that this week? Yeah. And why are we going in on Beta Shore's side who clearly that's not his strength? And we're not, we're not, he wasn't getting like enough support, I don't think. Like everything about it just kind of like scratched my head. So why are we trying this? How much is this up to? Vanny's rotation, you know, well, like, because of so many games and and it's getting a you know becoming a very busy last run, and he's got to rotate a lot. Yeah, well, so, you, I think you too want to keep some of your players yeah. fresh if you're going to win the playoffs. Like you don't want to go in with just a stuck starting eleven and have cold guys right. waiting on the bench. You know, you kind of want to have some depth that's in form or has match yeah. fitness. You know, this is why we're going to get one game. Like new, the Red Bull game last week, where they storm back and win yeah. or tie, rather. Yeah, yeah. And then here we're gonna get a lethargic side that just like looks like they just came out. You know, the what we didn't even mention off the top was that Jovinko wasn't even in the city. No, he's in Italy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have said that off the top. That's well, I'm well, sure. Anyways. I'm sure most. I'm people gonna tell cut this. Sure, and put it nah, most people know. Well, I mean, yeah, people know, but we. I think you should, that is another thing that people. When's he back? You didn't know coming into the game. He might be back midweek. My understanding was that. Um, I think it was two things that they led him to go to Italy. So he's in Milan. I think he was going there, A, for maybe family, and B, to see his, the specialist that he knows out there, just yeah. to kind of maybe give him, like, a Second. thumbs up or yeah. something on his injury. Although last week, one of the people we sat with went and saw him at an autograph signing, and she, she was saying, she was asking him, if he's, is he ready to play? And he kind of, like, did this, like, you know, not perfect English, counting off, like, I think he goes, me, the coach, the doctor. Uh. And it was like the coach and the doc, me and the doctor, I think, are okay, but the coach is like not set to throw him in. Yeah, the game. makes sense. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, he wants to protect him because if he puts him out, say today, and he his yeah. injury got aggravated or worse, then he's not. Yeah. Able to play I think. Out. I think definitely they're gonna say we're we're not gonna risk putting him back in. Like 
we're in good position, and if they if the things go our way, we'll be we'll be talking playoffs next podcast, not this Cross one. Cross your fingers. Yeah, uh, but then you don't play him. Well, that's it, right? Because right. and you, then you like, save him. There's no ur- like there's no urgency to put him in right now, yeah. right? So it's like let's if we're going to be in the playoffs, that's when we need him the most. So let's make sure that he's fit for that. Yeah. Um, the other thing than that first half, and I guess as we go through this game, I mean, we will mention the referees oh. more than one occasion, but. And I don't know if uh, other people who were at the game watched it on TV or whatever. There was two offsides in the first half that I could have sworn that everyone that we were all sitting around. I think one was Jordan Hamilton was offside in quotes, and the other one was Alcador. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're kind of you're not you're watching the ball more, but you can still see what's going on. And I could have sworn both of them were like literally on the shoulder you of the last. You can see whether the defender is. Up, up. Behind or in front? Yeah, you know, generally on that whole side, we had a good, pretty good view on that on, on where we were sitting. And I so. feel like especially the Altador one. Yeah, like he was standing shoulder it was to shoulder. Shocking that he called that offside. Yeah, we have to. And see he the- didn't even have really like a real step on. I mean, obviously because he was facing forward and the defender was facing yeah. the other way, he got a step on him. But it wasn't like he had. He was on a breakaway, like full open space. That so. sun was bright coming from the west, so. And we, the linesman is always shielding his eyes. So again, like who knows? I mean, they're not they're not allowed to wear any eyewear, I guess. So who knows what he saw? He made, visor, what he did, right? what he Good. thought he saw, right? So well, he didn't see. It was shit. just poor refereeing all around. Yeah, yep. And uh, I guess the one thing as we're winding down that here's here's a quick sight and sound segue. The clocks are broken at BMO Field. <laughs> Time was, stood still. It was, and it's like I don't know if it's ever happened before, but we definitely noticed it this week. We we're like, yeah. hey, wait a second, this yeah. the clock is off by like two minutes. On the south side, the clocks were working, both of them. Yeah, and then on the north side, that clock was just off by a minute, and, and it, it got worse. It was like a slow clock. Yeah, it was like the handrail on an escalator. How does that happen? They're digital. It's like a handrail on an escalator. Yeah. The steps are going up, but the, yeah. why isn't the thing not going along with it? That doesn't make any sense. How can how can the two clocks not be synced? Yeah. I hey, don't give them. And we were just like, give them a break, guys. All right. They, it's only season ten. <laughs> you can't it's a expect, new stadium. You can't expect them to have all the clocks no. in the stadium synced after only ten seasons. No, of that would be absurd I mean, and unfair. Yeah. For a multi-million a million dollar. It's asking company. a lot. Yeah. yeah. After all the renovations they put into the stadium yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. The I mean, big the bridge me. to nowhere. Yeah, what the fuck that is? Right over the south yeah. end. The bridge to nowhere. <laughs> the, the, the roof that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't protect you from the rain. <laughs> Brilliant. <sighs> and then the final announcement when they blew the whistle at forty five. Toronto C nil. Nope. Philadelphia nil. nil. <laughs> what was he on, man? That was the other thing. Yeah. It was like, but it all it all fit. Right? Like, yeah. the clock didn't work. The NASA didn't know what the fuck was going on. No. Couldn't pronounce the names of half the team, players. The team couldn't play. I'm, I'm so happy that 45... It was the weirdest 45 minutes I've ever been. Yeah. Female, and think. it was one of those games where it was it was almost so bad. Like, we were la- we were having fun. It was absurd. Yeah. We were having fun that it was so bad. Yeah. And, we're, and people were, like, getting mad that Beta Shore was playing so bad, so we started, like, cheering him on. Yeah. <laughs> Get the ball to Beta Shore! <laughs> Pass it to 33. And everyone be like, don't. And I'm like, no. Oh, yeah, you're like, yeah, you're like this, this is the best ever. Let's keep going. He's playing great. What's wrong with you guys? That's what it turned to. And <laughs> there was a couple next to us who clearly, you know, were one-off yeah. tickets. And uh, <laughs> we were swearing and yelling and, and going crazy. Like when the offside, we were jumping out of our... She was having a good time because she was she laughing was, but at she, us. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah, she was laughing at us. Yeah, that's right. She wasn't laughing with us. She was laughing at us. These two super nerds. Super nerds. <laughs> 
<laughs> losing their shit. And oh, we should. Here's another sight and sound. We're, you know, we're at BMO Field. I'm wearing my red jacket. Everyone is wearing red, white, whatever. Andre shows up in the game in a gray button down carrying a book. Which is also fitting. It was red. The cover's red. That you brought a book to you know, this you fucking boring that, game. Yeah, that first, first Talk about yeah. foreshadowing. I read on the Who subway. Who brings a book to, the tro- to a TFC game? I read on the subway. You knew what was, what was the cover. Yeah, I knew. I had to get this. Yeah, I'm going to get through this book. <laughs> It's overdue. Holy shit. Um, much, like a, much like a victory. Now, what I would say is, actually, as we know, the score was not nil-nil no. at the half. It was 1-0. And there was, actually, we have to remember that Clint Irwin did make a big save. A huge save for coming right to the end. Which one. He did one big save the entire game. Well, yeah, he came out for another one, too. He came flying out and knocked the ball Oh, the out. header. Yeah, a little header there. Yeah. yeah. So there was a couple of plays yeah. that he, in the first half. He's a, he's a good goal. Look, the first half, Philadelphia could have shut that game out. True. Put that game away. But, you know... Yeah, and I'm surprised that they didn't. And if I was a Philadelphia Union fan, I'd be super pissed off. Yeah, super Toronto pissed off. Toronto was for the taking. Oh, yeah. Easy in the first picking. half. In, oh, the, in first the first half, half they could have put sure. the game away. They could have had two Second goals. half, just like last week against New York, at the 49th minute, Philadelphia almost gets that second goal. True. Uh, where I think it was Sapong kind of got a chance to... Well, I slot a ball across the front of goal. Sapong was just a little bit too far. And uh, they hit the side, and it looked like Bradley might have got a foot on it, but I'd look, and it also looked like it was actually never going to get him. Mm. So we got lucky on that one. And then again, oddly enough, like last week, uh, Vanny makes some early substitutions. The first one was Will Johnson for Marky Delgado, you know, which I didn't think really was going to affect things. We looked at that bench, and I sort of said to myself, "Yeah, there's this is We're not going to. There's yeah. no game breakers in this no. one." Um, however, when have we ever had that? Really. Like power well, the bench. well, now it's now. I would say if everyone healthy, right? right? If Jovinko's playing, yeah. you got to take out someone. Who is that going to be? It might be Sheru. It might be Johnson. The same. Ricketts. That's a good option. Yeah, we have Ricketts yeah. and we have Armando Cooper. Yeah, who are all interesting players, who offer a little bit more than the Armando you know, Cooper. Is he injured? He got suspended for violent oh, conduct. Oh right, because he. I don't know. I guess he kicked a guy or something yeah. last game. I don't know what the fuck that was all about. But you're right. When, if everybody's healthy, if it's actually actually our bench is looking has gotten better through the season. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, and, and today was a game where it would have been nice to see Ricketts as an option. Yeah. But um, and he started Josie, and he started you know he started there's bigger guns. So yeah, you're right. There was nobody to go on. To. Now, but at this point of the game, actually, you might say that once Johnson went off, although Toronto was like a little bit at the point, things started to get a bit better. Oh yeah, and Night and, day. and I would say that you did start to see. Are the actual legitimate man of the match really starting to make a presence mm-hmm. um, as he has for the last couple games? I would say, and seventy first minute, Osorio. Yeah, you know, kind of time. like you could see, you could feel this, you could feel a building at that point. Uh, well, the passes were lower; they were moving the ball better, getting off to either flank. Crosses were coming in. It was a different mixing it up, mixing it up, which was it was like I don't know. I I, I like to think that Vanny. It can be a bit of a hard ass, and it seemed that he got through to them in the halftime. Probably lit into them and and got. I, I'm glad because you know Bradley started making moving the ball better. He started staying. I don't like that if he comes comes back and forth so much. But in that second half, correct me if I'm wrong. He seemed more up towards the opposing goal, moving forward deeper a little bit, and making plays. Yeah. So that looked nice. Yeah, and what we saw was that. You know, Sorio dribbling. His dribbling actually has been something that's been on display yeah. uh, a lot over over the last couple of weeks. And we saw it a lot last week. But we've seen it, you know, through the season where 
you know, 1v1 or when he's got when he's got to take on two guys, he seems to always find the space. Mm-hmm. And he gets through it and, yeah. and he does really well. And we saw this in this play where he kind of drove towards the 18 and you could hear everyone going, shoot, shoot yeah. it, shoot it. And I was thinking, no, don't shoot it. <laughs> because everyone was swarming. You know, you could see yeah. the pressure building. It wasn't the right thing. And you saw that Morrow was overlapping. And Morrow made a great overlap. And Osorio just laid it off to the right spot. And Morrow hammered it, hammered it home, as he did a few weeks back, actually. The beautiful goal. Um, Tight angle. And it was great. So we're sitting at 1-1. Everyone's, and this is jumping out of our seat, giving yeah. high fives. You really were feeling like, okay, yeah. Toronto's going to... we broke through finally, which yeah. was... It felt like it was coming. And then also that you're like, oh, this game is for the taking. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they could easily have won that game. And almost did. Yeah. Uh, and then shortly after, we, we did make note of uh, number 25 on Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, that was another more of that absurd sensibility throughout the game. That, that here was a guy that looked like he had just won a contest. Philadelphia had a contest. Hey, you're an everyman, five aside on a Sunday. You want to play with the big boys? And number 25 looked like he was the big winner. Yeah, Elsinho or whatever his name is. Yeah, Brazilian. But, like, he looked... It, it was it was strange because there's all these athletic men and there's this guy that's frumpy. His kind of big... The jersey he chose was a little big. He's got a bit of a belly. <laughs> he like his shorts for, were going to fall down. He didn't run very fast. He was just kind of in and out, complained a bit to the ref, made some challenges, lost the ball. It was strange. And yeah. it was, he was a sub in that second And half. then the people, like, the guys behind us that are, like, the, the talkers, they saw him, too, and were like, fat guy! <laughs> Get into the fat guy! It was really, like, noticeable at one point Very in the game. Very noticeable. Where we, and I'm like, Howard, look at this 25 guy. What do you, like, does he not look like a fat guy? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he does. I'm like, does he not look like he's not a footballer? Like, he looks like he's he won a contest, right? You're like, you're like tell me when he's running. Is he running? He's not running. I go, he's running now. He's like, no, he's not. He's jogging. And it was true. He wasn't, he never went. Ran, I saw him run once. I saw him run once. And then he jogged. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what that was about. It was crazy. Craziest thing I ever yeah. saw. The 76th minute, we saw Jordan Hamilton go out for Mobabuli, which at that point, I think we kind of thought, like, yeah, you know what? I think that's a good substitute. It was a good sub because he's, he's fast and he definitely tries. Yeah, and, and you're not feeling Jordan Hamilton so much. No, we he's were, horrible. He's an awful player. I don't understand how he's starting. And you said he got a couple of goals one other time, but last time I saw him live, it was absurd. He was on our side, where we are, on the east side, and he was just, again, like Betashore, just couldn't, couldn't get it out of his feet, didn't pass, didn't work on the ball, didn't run, gave up too easily, looked lazy on the ball. That's not someone who you want to start every single game. I mean, and Babuli is good because he tries, but he's also not very talented. He's okay, and he and he played well today, we'll say. Maybe he's better as a sub. Maybe you get Hamilton away and you get someone better in some time. Perhaps that's the Well, it's, I think when Jovinko comes back, that's probably who's going to But Hamilton was starting when Jovinko was healthy. <clears throat> yeah, but that's because uh, Altidore was injured. Right. So Hamilton, so Hamilton fills in the holes. But he, I think it's like, all things considered, you know, we have Endo, you have Babuli, who are small. You have Lovitz, who's small. I mean... I like Endo. I, w- I think Endo should have been on. Perhaps he should have started. I'd like... Look... If you I, can make a case. I don't like him as a wide guy. Right. If you're going to... Maybe I would agree through the middle. Yeah. He might be more, probably be more effective. Right. But, last but they play Hamilton everywhere too, right? And he kind of kind of swings was, on yeah, he was, a little bit in the center, oh, and he's on the right. And, but I will say that, like you know, as much as I usually favor as as much like Canadians as much as possible, 
you know, there is a lot of, there was a lot of hype around Hamilton and it's, you're not really seeing it come to fruition. And well, why does that, well, cause, so he's Canadian, who cares? Like, well, I care. I know, I care too, but it's like, at the same time, are we talking about, are we going to use nationalism to kind of, or a nationalist narrative to, just because, so he can play for Toronto FC? I mean, if he's shit, he's shit. Or he's not playing well, he's not playing, he shouldn't be starting, whether he's Canadian or not. And I understand that mentality, but he's not very good. Do you want a shitty Canadian player or do you want a good Canadian player? Hey, well, player? look, and on the play devil's advocate or the other side of coin is that, you know, he's still a young player. True. And young players need minutes. You're right. Right? And it's like, I think what you can say is that as much as the USL is set up to kind of be that development grounds, I think the I think the space between those two leagues is a little too great. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think it's, I don't think you just mm-hmm. dump a player in there and by, by them getting minutes are equals, oh, they're ready for MLS. I think, yeah. I think you got to, I think you got to be able to play at that level, and the best thing for these guys is getting minutes. And I think it was good that Babuli got his chance again after kind of not getting. He had a run early in the season, yeah. then he kind of was frozen out, and now it looks like he might get his chance again because that's I think the difference between a Hamilton and Babuli. I mean, Babuli definitely offers more grit, as we'll say, any work ethic. You saw him definitely just moves just. Maybe more mobile. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. You just you can just see that he's working hard, um, and that's the minimum that you want to see. I, I wonder what Toronto. Wa- I still wonder what Toronto wants to be. You know, I mean, a good team knows what it wants to be early on, right? We support Liverpool, right? So that's a team that Klopp is trying to get into heavy metal football, right? I follow Tottenham, so Pochettino is trying to do is get everybody on the same page. And I don't. And of course, the quality of football is very different from MLS, but. I want to see that from a Vanny team. I want to, it's just no more, like not so much big names. Yeah. Get everybody on the same page. Yeah. All right, quality may not always be there. I think there's a, I think there's just a conflict of interest or a contradiction in terms of like trying to develop players in a very professional format. I don't think it always works. And I think that there's space and time. I think Babuli, in this case, we're comparing Babuli and Hamilton. Hamilton needs more to sit back, watch a bit more, and then come in as a sub. Yeah. Babuli, just put him in, maybe he, because he's, you're right, he's got the, the grit. He's got the push. Perhaps and he he's should got the, started. like you can see he's got the, like he, to me, he looks motivated. Yeah. Maybe that's another that's difference too. That's a big too. deal. That's right? A, like he looks yeah. like, I think if you, like if you compare a Babuli and a Hamilton, Hamilton, a guy who's kind of been hyped up and been, this supposed Canadian striking prodigy for the last five or six years. And Babuli, most people didn't even know who he was till last year. Yeah. Or the year before. Probably two years <laughs> ago is when he started hearing about But even then, it was like, anyways, there's a little there's a little sidebar, again, yeah. on Hamilton v. Babuli. But it's, di- it's a difficult, it's a difficult, I mean, it's almost like you can have your own podcast and exactly the idea of, like, yeah. Develop, the other thing I wanted, be Canadian. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to say, though, on when you were saying, you know, what's our identity? I think, I think it's difficult for Vanny to really instill something when you have a player like Jovinko out there who's such an X factor and kind of breaks the mold of like you can go out there with no system and you can still win a game with Jovinko on the pitch right right? and so I think it's I think it's I think what it is is that we're starting with these players who are so much better than the rest of the team like I think when you look at players like Jovinko, Altador, Bradley, Sheru, and then maybe you have Osorio from like a technical standpoint, and then I think there's quite a bit of a gap yeah. um, between a lot of the other players of how good they are technically. 
I think there's just so many different levels that it's hard. And, yeah. it, and it takes a while to then, like you say, get everyone on the same page because everyone's at, on different on different levels. Different Whereas when we, like you said, we talk about when we talk about EPL, you know, the level of a player to get on a team like Tottenham yeah. or Liverpool or one of those top six teams. Yeah. MLS, well, you can have a six million dollar player playing with a guy who's making sixty thousand yeah. dollars. You can have a guy like who's, who came up through Juventus and a guy who came through Elon University. Right. Yeah. Playing on the same team, which would never happen anywhere no, else. Anyway, so I think no. there's like that's the challenge, right? That's that's why MLS is the way it is, and that's where I think you see games like you do today, where it's like, oh god, some of it's just so terrible. So that means if MLS is really trying to just compete and try to be one of the best in the world, then it's not just about getting teams every single year. It's about creating a creating a system that allows players that there's not that great divide. Monetary divide, especially too, yeah. and it's it's difficult. It's a North American market. It's not. It's just really hard. Yeah. And as we wind out this game, what can I say? What? That it takes a very special coach, like Bruce Arena, for instance, is an interesting example of someone who can kind of who wins. He's a winner, proven winner, and can manage egos, right? Yeah. And a lot. Yeah, because he he's because he's got the biggest. He's got a lot, a lot of you know. That's a tough job. Well, he's got an ego. Yeah, He's well, like, it helps, hey, I he guess. Goes, yeah, he goes. I'm the best coach ever in North American history. Wow, he said that. No, he is. Oh, he. No, is. I'm, sa- I'm saying he doesn't say that. But I'm saying no. like he can. He can say that, and he yeah. probably carries himself like that. Yeah. He's like, look, man, I fucking won a ton of. I've won a whole bunch of MLS cups. Yeah. Like more than anyone else. Yeah. Uh, I've been to World Cups. Like I've done it. I've done it all. Check your ego at the door, because no one's no one should be bigger than mine. I'm not saying that he does, but I'm just saying it's just like he's got no time for that. And if you're gonna, you're probably gonna challenge him on it. That's all you gonna fuck off. Yeah. You came here if you want to win. This is the place uh, to maybe be. Maybe Vanny's not that type of coach. Well, he's young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's he still, wants to he's still, everybody. He's still putting his chops together. I think. Yeah. Like it's, it's, you know, we'll see if it comes or not. Um, but as we go down the stretch, I thought I had another player discussion. Oh, yeah, I did. Well, I remember when we named the main of the man of the match. There was a play right at the very, very end, and maybe if someone who is closer to the south end wants to tweet it out or confirm or deny, did it, was it a handball we were calling? No, it was a, it was a foul. We thought foul. it might have been a foul in the 18-yard box. We thought someone looked like there was a handball at one point, mm-hmm. and then it looked like Josie may have got a foul, and the team all swarmed the referee, and he was having none of it, and then they blew the final whistle. And Josie told him to go fuck himself, probably. <laughs> and Josie gets a yellow card as he walks off. And he didn't even turn his back. Eh? He like the, everyone's kind of mingling around the the middle of the field and going over to say thanks to the supporters. And uh, Josie's gone. He's in the shower. He's pissed off. Yeah. So maybe it was a foul. You know, I, I can't imagine someone getting that heated, that heated, and kind of like going off, storming off the pitch like that. If it. Actually, might not have happened. Yeah. So Bradley was incredulous. He, I mean, you look in the when they had it on the big screen. He just kept saying, "How? How? How is that not a foul? How yeah. are you not calling this right in his grill? Right, right in his face." Um, and unfortunately, ref, I don't know. I tried. And again, if anyone, uh, probably by the time we we get back, the game will be up on MLS uh, on YouTube because I tried to check before it wasn't up yet. It wasn't on TFC, so we couldn't watch those last couple minutes again. I just turned off into space, Andre. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not looking at anyone. I'm just trying to stay focused. But as and then I would say, and I think we do we agree that um, 
the the man of the match was it? Is it the Omega Man of the Watch they do? No, it's a different. Anyways, Kit Kat Man of the Match. It could have been any fucking thing. It's fucking uh, the funnel cake. Funnel cake. The funnel cake man of the match. That'd That'd be be great. uh, They have like a big funnel cake guy come out and give him. Yeah. Do we have any gripes with Jonathan Osorio getting the man of the match? No. I thought he played really good. I thought this was one of his best games of the season, and like last year, he's starting to heat up at this point. And I feel like, I feel like the last few games that I've seen him play. He's done things. Last week he played. I thought he had a really good game. This week he had a really good game. I feel like it's just... I know that at the start of the year, people were kind of like, oh, you know, she'll start, she'll start, she'll not start. You know, you know, he's not playing for Canada, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, when we were just before, when I was, kind of, I was kind of saying, like, you have these guys who are the top players on the team, and then you have the players that are at the bottom end, and I feel like Osorio is the guy that's right in the middle. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel, like, he se- I feel like he separated himself from the guys who aren't consistent. I feel like he's consistent. I'll say that, yeah. right? On a team that's really inconsistent. Like, he might yeah. not have incredible games, but he doesn't have a game like the first half that we saw from Hagelin or the first half we saw from Betashore or yeah. last week the half we saw from Delgado. I mean, those were really bad halves. Yeah. And I don't think we see real stinkers from Osorio, which kind of leads me to be like, I, I, and I was saying it last year, that he's really getting close to kind of just developing into that, you know, like solid MLSer, like a, He's he's not going to be a guy where like you're going to. You know what I mean, or just like a Sam Cronin, yeah. where it's like Sam Cronin's like a player where it's like if for God forbid he doesn't play for Toronto, yeah, a team will pick him up guaranteed yeah. because they know what he brings to the table. What's like, ha- what happened to Sam Cronin? No, it's what happened to Sam Cronin. Remember, because oh, he was yeah, playing he got, well. Yeah, and he got and then he got Precky gave, gave, gave him the, the fuck boot off because yeah, because yeah, Precky doesn't didn't like guys who showed leadership. Yeah. He wanted a team full of yes men. Yeah. Which, oh yeah, because this game with the fullbacks, I was like, I miss, I miss Ravis Haskanovich. <laughs> that was the kind of game we were seeing from Beta Shore. Yeah, exactly. That I was like, you know what this reminds me of? We, we were making fun of, okay, we are making fun of Beta Shore so much that it reminded me when, when Haskanovich would play for TFC, we would just sit there, like literally from the open whistle being like, hey, what do you think, he, <laughs> hey, do you think Haskanovich is going to pass it to De Guzman? Or do you think he's going to lob it down the field to nobody? <laughs> And lo, and it was always one or the lo other. And behold, and it's like, and the other thing I'll just say on the side note, it's it. <laughs> this is this is a note part of nothing because I just troll. I don't not troll, but I mean, like I read forums, <laughs> and when you hear people, and I just remember people being like, "Oh, Skanovich, he's got these skills, blah blah blah." Like he, this is what he offers. He can be a good player. I'm like, what? What world? Didn't he walk like a duck? I don't know, but <laughs> like, what world are people in where it's just like you really gotta kind of like justify <laughs> shitty players? You know, but that, but that's, but see, here's the thing: we're so starved as fans, we're so starved for something that you're, you're every, even the shittiest player in Toronto City will have a fan, and someone will support them. That's the beauty of the game. Or you just, you're just grasping, yeah, and you grin and bear it, yeah, yeah. Like maybe he'll come good, Mista, Mista will come good. Okay, (laughs) let's not go down that memory lane. So yeah, so how did we finish this game? Were we, were we just talking? A draw. Yeah, one one draw. Hit, wait, but he uh, Josie Alto hit a fuck. He hit the post. Oh, hit the yeah. post. We had that one last. It was unbelievable. Sequence. He hit the post, and then he had a rebound. He came and, back and to him, and he, and he, and he, roofed, he it. roofed it over the net. Yeah. Son of a gun. Yeah. It was ours to have. Yeah. It really felt. It was. That way. It was Charles' yeah. game to have. <clears throat> so I wonder if there's a if there is a criticism or a negative we can spin out of this game. Maybe you can say, at home. We can. We've kind of talked about. Yeah. Okay. We're missing some players. Missing some depth. But you do kind of hope at home against a team that. I mean, Philadelphia switched off in the second half. Sure did. Right. Like they after that chance in the 49th man, they really didn't look that good. 
And it was almost it was almost a quick like a, an actual like a one eighty well, in terms of like on, the team switched side. It was literally they put on a hey, you know what it was it literally yeah. was like, Hey, when we're on this end of the pitch, you're good, and when you're That's on this right. end of the pitch, you're bad. And then the half switched and it was like, Yeah, yeah. now we're good and yeah, you're right. shit. Yeah, maybe. They put on out of shape Brazilian. Yeah, they put on fat Brazilian. <laughs> so you tell me what they were trying to do. I don't know. <sighs> Fuck if I it know. Was, oh, and then okay, so then we we're gonna say, Oh, we were, I was gonna talk about Osorio. We kinda did, right? How I was like we think he's he had doing a great good. game. Man of the match. And, and, and I'm yeah. feeling good about him. Yeah, he's he's like you said. And you know, I, was gonna I say I haven't bought a TFC jersey since one was given to me. <laughs> so let's say I've never bought it. I've, okay, I've never bought a TFC jersey. Yeah. I've worn one before, and then and then I said I was never going to wear one until I made the playoffs. But then I'm not counting last year's playoffs because that was bullshit. Right. So I'm thinking about this is the year I'm going to buy one. Do it. Get the the get the the one the white one. No, I'm going to get the black one. Oh, Taco's good. nice. It is nice. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get both. I'm gonna get a Sorio. I, I like black. Oh, I don't get names, but that you're gonna get a Sorio. Yeah, good. I think if I'm gonna get a TFC jersey, I'm gonna get a Sorio. There you go. Toronto boy. Doesn't uh, make sense. It does make. Doesn't sense. make sense if you're gonna get it. Well, I mean, okay, Jervinko's an amazing player. Yeah, so that makes but sense. everybody. You know, but it, don't you think it's like yeah? If I'm gonna get a, a if, I'm gonna, if I'm gonna get a TFC jersey, it'd be nice to have a Toronto jersey of yeah. a guy who's from Toronto. I agree. You have my full support. I support this message. I'm gonna do it. Do it. I think I will. Do if, it. You know what? If we if we have, let's not get ahead of ourselves yeah. like Toronto yeah. C did last week. If we get a home playoff game, yeah, I'm buying a TFC jersey and it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna end this game with a few sights and sounds. Here's the okay. Here's the first one. No, okay, we'll do them in order. Okay. So we did the broken clock. <laughs> the broken clock incident. Um. Oh, the the armed forces stuff. I mean, that's oh wait, the broken clock, and then the announcer announces it, and he goes, he goes, we are having some trouble with the north clock, so the ref, uh, the ref has the time. That's what he said. And then I look to my left, and there's two big clocks that have the right time in the south side. Why wouldn't he say that? Why do I care? If I know, but like, it's like, okay, everybody, it's okay. The ref has the time. Fabian Hay Bears. No shit. Fabian Hay He doesn't, that is, that, the guy obviously, like, walked in. He probably Holy. came into the gate, to his gig. He's so over. jaded. He's so jaded. He's been doing this for too long. And well, he's, he's like us. Yeah. He just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it's nil nil, everybody. Yeah, it's nil nil at the half. He's so used to, he's, he was like, that was, <laughs> you know what? I bet you anything, that motherfucker wasn't even watching the first no, half. He was watching Golden like reruns. You're reading yeah. your book. <laughs> I fell asleep, <laughs> and the guy over there, he went, he was probably up on the roof hanging with Bitchy. Yeah. And then he goes, nil-nil at the half. He's like, what do you mean? Someone scored a goal? A taxi driver. I wasn't even here. Bitchy. Because no one obviously cheered for a goal. It was so quiet. It was so it was quiet. I've never heard it so quiet in my entire okay, life. Okay, so anyways, I don't, is that a really, I mean, is that a really exciting sign? The CF, the, what is it, the, the 18s, the CF-18s flew over? Well, yeah. It was really loud. It looked like they were going to crash into the... Yeah, that the, guy, the he waddled, and I was like... Oh my god. It was god. really low. Yeah. It was, was like they say, like, here's the, uh, here's the, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the GPS specs for the stadium, and it was outdated from like four <laughs> years ago. So they thought the stadium Wait, was man, only. This is for Rogers. Like, Center. where did this, yeah, like, where did this roof come from? That's not in our, like, <laughs> our little map. You know, does it CF18 Pfizer have, have he's a, got a, big, a map. Yeah, he's got an old map of he's Ontario. He's got a road map of Ontario. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, something like that. So, Anyways, it flew over right in the middle of Canada. The timing was off. Wow. I, I mean, they're two massive planes. I mean, their timing is... They're running the timing. Anyhow. It's not like we're getting any new fighter jets anytime soon, no. eh? 
I gave her those pieces of shit. <laughs> so the other one was that, uh, and then this is the other one. This was the other doozy. So at the halftime, you know, the halftime shows are just fucking awful. Yeah. And they play the they play the TV so loud, the screen in there are so loud, watching these friggin' movie trailers yeah, that they're trying to ram sh- down shoe commercials. And yeah, shoe commercials. And then the new Rachel comes out. I feel bad. I forgot her name. And uh, you know, she does stupid things with like bouncy soccer. Yeah. But then she does. Then they do a quiz. This is the best quiz ever. <laughs> I mean, how how ridiculous is this quiz? Although I guess, I, well, it's kind of ironic. Is it ironic? <laughs> they do a quiz. They go, when was the first year that Toronto FC made the playoffs? So we're howling already, right? They show a video clip. Yeah, we're laughing so hard. Oh yeah, right. When Jovinko scores the goal. So he goes, when did this happen? And this guy's up there, and she goes, was it 2014? Was it 2015? Or was it 2016? <laughs> so we're start going, 2016! We were like, see, the answer is always C, C. And we're like, is this for real? Is this for real? And we're, I, I, if it was me, if I'd gone up there, I would have answered it wrong on, on purpose. purpose. Just because it's so stupid. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have won a prize. I don't care. It's such a stupid quiz question. You're not hungry for just con- just have anything? Cons- you're not a consumer? That's you're not a good BMO feel. No, I don't need spectator. a I don't need a year supply of pizza pizza. <laughs> I don't. Okay, and then the, here's the last thing. Here's my last sight and sound. This has probably been a record sight and sound episode because well, we did talk a lot about the game. Slow clap. Yeah. It's all that's it's a sight and sound slash is that what was the family guy where he kept being like grinding my gears? <laughs> it was one of those where Okay, we're doing the slow clap, which I'm all I'm all happy for. I like it. I like when seeing when there's when support spreads around the yes. stadium. Everyone gets on board. It does get everybody gets everyone excited. on board. It's kind of cool. And then you know how it goes. There's like if they're right, there's like a cadence <clears throat> timing. There's a there's a leader to it with the boom boom. Ch- makes me so mad when some fucking asshole in our section tries to time like. It's like, no, there's one person who gets to do it. They're holding a drum. They're the only one, dickhead. You don't get to do it on your own for the west, east or west end. So, sh- just shut up. You're really angry about this. It makes me mad because I'm yeah. like, hey, there's something cool that's going on. You're yeah. ruining it for yeah. everyone. Me, specifically. <laughs> You're ruining it for me. And they did it They did it a few weeks back where it was like, because it's... it's it's um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're building the yeah, the build drama, the right? Of, no, but yeah. it's like the first one, and then the next one, you're kind of like, you gotta wait for it. Yeah, wait for it. Dun, dun, yeah. Tsh, yeah. Right. So, because you gotta build it really. That's what that's what builds it. Yes. Is those long moments of anticipation, and then some dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, and you know what it is. What is it? Preach. I'm gonna tell you what kind of guy that is. If I'm assuming it's a guy, it's always a guy who I feel bad for his girlfriend. Let's just yeah. say that. Yeah. Just leave it at that. <laughs> well, this is the most in time I've seen it. Last time I did it, they... the early ones that they yeah. did were awesome because people were kind of cluing in. Now there's some jerk in our section who thinks that they're like, "Leave it to me, guys. To be, I'll take it from be here." Told there's always a jerk in this section. Anyhow, that like... was a pretty long. Rant. That was a rant. A that was for the for the slow clap. That that's officially a rant. That was like your don't own do it. Personal just, look, there's a drum in the south end. Just wait for the drum. Fuck's sake. Okay, <laughs> but it worked. Yeah. So there we go, guys. That was a exciting episode of East Side Stand. So what's up. the next game? 
We have a midweek game and a Saturday game. There you go. So, if I'm not mistaken, midweek's Orlando, next Saturday's right. DC. Yeah. So, I don't know if we'll do a midweek one. We'll see how it goes. I have a spare ticket. I guess I'll see if your brother's coming. Yeah. If I'll, not... I'll be at the DC game. Okay, everyone will be at the DC game. Yeah, if you, so, hey, you have, a, you have Twitter now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got a new one. It's well, called? I got a second one. It's my name. Yeah. Andre underscore Zadarozny. On Twitter. At, at Andre underscore Zadarozny. Guys, look for him. You tweeted at me last game, and I just, just like snubbed you. Sorry about that. You and everyone knows me. you. Did I? Then you say like, "Hey, Spark, I'm here." Yeah, and then you said, "Good." Oh. <laughs> it was a huge. Anyone could have got in in that conversation, I suppose, if they wanted huge to. Huge conversation. So, and you can get me at Clark R N O, or the at Red Nation Online. You know, Rick's Rick's tweeting some doozies these days. So follow us on at Red Nation Online. There get me know. at Clark R N O. Info or have your say at RedNationOnline.ca. Uh, let us know what what's going on. We won't we won't pipe up the playoffs this episode too much, but uh, can we just can we, can we say Orlando win, Orlando loss? We're we gonna say we should win. We should win. Yeah, we should win that game. They're Definitely. not good. No. Joe ben- they have a terrible keeper in Joe Bendick. Yeah. He sucks. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. He sucks. I don't care what any if anyone thinks there's, he's so great. <laughs> he's well, terrible. If he was so great, they he's wouldn't a- have let him go. Exactly. That's a win. We've if he was got- so great, he wouldn't keep up ending on the shitty teams. Well, Orlando's building something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, playoffs. I hopefully by the end of this podcast, we know what's we'll going know on. What's going on, and if not, or it should be the Orlando game. Yeah, we have no it. fear. Yeah. Spark. All right, so we leave it at that, guys. This is a good, nice. This is a long one, but it was it was not. It was good. We had a lot of sights like and trying. sounds. And yeah. All right, Andre. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next time. We want you to get involved. Reach out to us on Twitter at Red Nation Online or by email at info or have your say at rednationonline.ca. Get in touch with us. Let us know how you thought the team did. Agree, disagree, it doesn't matter. Also, check out our other podcasts on Red Nation Online from The Black Hole, Ours is the Fury, and our interview series. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. They don't understand you, for you are